Welcome to Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Coolia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Five ways for a lot. Chores can be good for mad. How effective is intense tutoring? How to drill? And if children are not behaving, they are not learning. This is our podcast for week 41 in 2022. And we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Coolia Services. She's going to help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Always welcome. Now, we have some nice links as usual that we want to go over. And, and some of them are, are really intriguing. The one about drilling. I'm very curious what you're going to say there. But we start with the first one. And it says five... For a lot. What does that mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, what is a, that? mysterious. It's a mysterious title. Yes. Um, this is about uh, uh, Teacher Headlock, and they have developed a series of one-pagers with on every page five ways to do something. For example, check for understanding or build confidence. And you can download it at their website. Now, so a few examples here. Five ways to sustain Students' attention. Five ways to build confidence. Five ways to uh, work on fluency, etc. It's a great resource for teachers. Uh, it's a quick read and a good support or reminder for all the things that are essential to work with groups of students. So it's really useful. There's a lot of information. I'd say print it out and put it on your desk for any option to uh, to refer to it during your teaching. No, sounds like a good plan. The The next link, though, is not going to make us very popular if there's any children <laughs> listening in. I hope the children are not listening, but it says shores can be good for math. Uh, how yeah, it, is it, that? It depends on how you work with it. So here, this is from the Ericsson Cooperative. And they have a really nice article that specifies chores for children by age group. Okay. And these uh, chores can help them see math all around the house. So, for example, for the real little ones, they suggest to work on spatial relationships. That's, that's really important for them. So, what you could do is, when they wipe their table, mention, describe the wiping motions. For example, Oh, yeah, you're doing up and down now. Oh, around. Or you're going all in circles. Also use a lot of relational word parts, such as this one is here, that the other one is there. Or this is one is above, that one is below the chair or the table, under or on top of uh, a shelf. Um, where are you going to put it something, behind or in front of a box? Is it next to or close to you or farther away from you? All these words help them to uh, connect math topics later on. So they also offer uh, basically options for all ages and all kinds of shores. And now we cannot make the shores more fun, but we can make them more useful this way. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that's a good, uh, that's a good take on the shores. Now, the next link has a good question here. How effective is intense tutoring? That's yeah. a good question. Excellent question. That, that really goes to the heart of what 
we and many other teachers and tutors uh, do every day. So the Education Trust has done some research and gives an overview, a visual, colored visual, of what kind of intensity of tutoring will be most effective, and they are compared. So they actually have that overview. And if I can um, highlight a few of their findings here. So uh, they group it from most effective to least effective. Okay. Now, um, then they say that the most effective is a student-teacher ratio of one-on-one -on -one or one to two. Okay. Well, that'd be intense, I guess. That is intense. So less effective if you have larger groups of three or four students per uh, teacher or tutor. They also uh, found that a skill-building curriculum is more effective than uh, just homework help. And, and we say that the whole time, obviously. Right, right. So um, also the location and the time when you do it. So the most effective is during the school day, complementing the regular class. So don't take them out of the class. Give them two opportunities. They are, um, hopefully, if they still understand that, um, exposed to the great specific um, curriculum. And next to that, you help them with the basics, not okay. either or. Well, that is obviously an issue for schools to organize. All right. <laughs> it, you know, it works best. And then um, if you want to target population, what we also have said for years and years, the younger, the better. So nip it in the bud. When you see a problem, start helping the student and don't wait till they fail because then you have a real big problem on your hands. Right. Okay, well, our next link is actually a nice follow-up to this one. It says, how to drill. Yeah. I, I thought we would not do that anymore. Well, well, the, the drill has a little bit of a bad name because uh, I feel it has been misused very often. Now here, um, for uh, children with dyscalculia, drilling can only be beneficial when they first have a good understanding of the underlying concepts. Otherwise... Math facts are uh, just hanging in the air and they will forget it again. And this is from the teacher head blog and they offer a few strategies um, to make the best of drilling. I, I would probably rather say practice, intensive practice. Okay. So the five ways to go about it that they mention and then work out. So how exactly you are doing that, that works best is this, for example. If you use verbal repetition, you can make variations. So you can either uh, rehearse, say, multiplication tables in unison, or you can do my turn, your turn. So you say a question, the student says the answer, or the other way around, or call and response. Um, and these are some strategies to keep it more relaxed and a little bit more fun to do. There's also more variation, so it doesn't get that boring. Also, for example, when uh, building up the range in learning multiplication tables, we start with a few series of multiples, then extend to the full range of 1 to 10. Then we can do practice on combinations from um, 
the square numbers, like 1 times 1 and 2 times 2, all the way till 10 times 10. And beyond uh, that, so three stages are mentioned here by name. So first, the early stage, where you introduce a new topic, you explain it and rehearse it. And secondly, what they call drill, and I, like I said, I'd rather call it intense practice, this is in the early weeks after having introduced that new topic. So that practice is high in intensity, both in volume and frequency. You have to really do it very often. Mm -hmm. And then what I see <coughs> um, often falls between the cracks is also very important. It's called here workout. Basically what I mean is revisit previous uh, topics with spaced out workouts or spaced out reviews. Okay, so it's like spiral review. Exactly. So okay. basically come back to those earlier topics every now and then. Even when you have seen that students were fluent on it before. Because you just want to prevent that it's getting rusty. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, well that gives some more perspective to, uh, to the drilling. Now, it brings us to our last uh, link for the week, and that link says, if children are not behaving, they are not learning. Mm -hmm. Well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well. Um, let me recall what uh, Tom Bennett has to say. He's a school behavior specialist, and this was uh, published in the Sunday Morning Herald. Now, he actually expanded it to, if children are not behaving, they're not learning, but also not growing or thriving. Okay. Now, if we are serious about supporting all students, not just the fortunate ones that already have learned to behave, we have to teach that behavior. Not just tell it or only react to it. We need to give them examples. We need to model it. And also, we need to provide safe environments where everyone is protected from um, abuse or harassment and make loving boundaries and still have uh, consequences. Well, that is not the same as zero tolerance. That is a misunderstanding of how high standards work. All rules have exceptions. I would agree with that, absolutely. Otherwise, they become cruel. So what we need is very, very low tolerance of misbehavior and only make allowances, uh, exceptions, when a, certain, uh, a specific circumstance um, calls for it. Now, sanctions are one important part of the process, but... So are many other things. You don't stop, for instance, they, they make a nice um, comparison here. You don't stop speeding by relying on speed cameras alone. You teach people how to drive properly too. So it's a whole magazine of uh, approaches. So also another remark here. Um, we do not expect teachers to be able to teach algebra or number bonds without proper training. Right. So likewise, you can't expect them to be able 
to properly support students with mental health problems like ADHD or autism spectrum. Yeah, There's absolutely. so many in one absolutely. classroom. All right. So, like I said in the beginning, if we are serious about supporting all students, not just the fortunate one who have already learned how to behave, we have to teach and model behavior. So, and that, I understand, is a daily struggle for many teachers. So I love his point about not putting in zero tolerance um, as it's proven to be ineffective and that you just need to have a humane uh, thinking about it. All rules may have an exception. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights and explanations uh, this week. We hope to see you again next week. Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, she is on a quest, as we've said many times, to find more people who can support children with Discoculia. For that, we need Discoculia tutors, and you can read all about that on her website, discoculiatutortraining.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com, and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.